Welcome to Healing Body, Mind and Soul, empowering self-care, self-healing, and self-mastery for a better world. Here's your host, Ariel Asher. Hello, hello, everybody. Thank you so much for dropping into Healing Body, Mind, and Soul with Ariel. I am so excited today to have our wonderful guest, Dr. Amir, to talk to us about how to inspire stress-proof living. I'm really excited. You know, Dr. Amir and I, we just met before this interview, and I can tell already that this um, conversation is going to be super juicy. So I'm going to hand it over to Dr. Amir right away so that he can tell you a little bit about his book, about his practice, and about what he's up to to support healing on our crazy stressed out planet. Dr. Amir, thanks for being here. Hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be here. I, I absolutely have already enjoyed speaking with you, so I'm looking forward to this very much as well. I was, you know, nine years old when I decided to become a doctor. And uh, the reason for that was because my father and I were traveling through the remote villages in Iran. And in one village, a woman went into labor. She was in tremendous amount of pain, and no one knew what to do to help her. A uh, midwife walked over and knelt down and, and examined her for a few minutes. She stood up and said, I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do. Uh, there's no heartbeat. The baby's not alive. And unfortunately, this lady's not going to make it. And she actually left. And one by one, the people who were standing around uh, watching this, they started to walk away and they left her alone to say goodbye to her husband. And, and at the age of nine, I was looking in the eyes of this young woman who was just told she's not going to live another few hours. And uh, I started to have this panic attack yeah when you know when you're when your throat gets all choked up and your chest feels tight and you're you're having trouble breathing and tears are filling up your eyes and so um my dad he saw me he picked me up he held me he carried me out of there and he calmed me down and the two of us climbed down the mountain we got in our car to drive home and uh, on the drive home i said dad i don't want to feel like that ever again like what you know helpless like there's nothing i can do to to help and he said what will you do about it son well, I'm going to go be a surgeon. I'll be the best surgeon in the whole world. I carry my medical bag with me everywhere I go. Wow. I just save lives. And 10 years past, I was a student at George Washington University and I had the grades and I had the, you know, the plan, you know, to start medical school early if I could and apply for that early selection program. But um, fate would have it. I went home for Christmas break and, and my dad was wearing this big, uh, white, thick neck brace and he was under the influence of some heavy painkillers and he was limp and numb from the shoulders down. He couldn't lift his arms to even give me a hug oh, and nice. um, decided to go doctor to doctor trying to figure out what is wrong with my dad. And during that Christmas break, every doctor we went to said, this is beyond my scope. You have to go to this other doctor. We ended up in the neurosurgeon's office and the neurosurgeon said, you need a surgery yesterday. What are you waiting for? Long story short, we got three separate opinions from three different neurosurgeons. All three said, we're going to have to cut you open and break and remove the bones in the back of your 
spine and put rods in and screw them into your spine and fuse your whole neck. You'll never turn your head and you'll never, you may not regain function of your hands, but you know, we're just hoping to reduce your pain and you may not survive the surgery because you're older. Long story short, we got in a taxi to go home after that third neurosurgeon. And I was sitting in the back of the taxi carrying all the MRIs and x-rays and CTs and medical <laughs> records. And I looked over at my, my dad and he was cringing because I, every bump that taxi hit, I could tell, was sending a lightning bolt of pain through his entire body. And looking in his eyes, I could tell he didn't want to live any longer. And that moment, I got emotionally transported back into that village where I actually saw that woman slowly die in her husband's arms and no one was able to help. And now I'm looking at my own dad. I'm feeling that same helplessness. I promised I'd never feel again. Well, this taxi driver looked at the two of us in his rearview mirror. And he said, sir, I noticed you're in a lot of pain. And uh, I know you asked me to take you home, but there's a chiropractor right down the street. Would you rather me take you there? And I was a 19-year-old at all. So, I, you know, my, I, my belief was the only two ways to heal is from drugs and surgery. There's no other way. But my dad was wiser and uh, knew better. And he said, sure, let's try it. So we ended up in this chiropractor's office. The office was actually under construction. Uh, you know, it, it didn't even have walls. It didn't have a floor. It was concrete. And there was a crew putting up drywall. There was dust and paint flying everywhere. The chiropractor came out, introduced himself, made us sit on crates because he didn't have chairs. He brought one of these light boxes to look at those MRIs I was carrying. And after a while, he told my dad he could help him. He adjusted him right there in that war zone of an office. And, and my dad, he said, you got to come back every day for a while. My dad went back every day, but six months later, he had full function of his hands. He was able to use his hands. He was able to go back to work and do everything he needed. Dad was 70 years old when that happened. Uh, he lived another 18 years, and uh, at 18, he was younger than when he was 70. At, at, eight, at, at 88, you know, he was younger, and he would, he would get up and exercise and do all the things he loved doing, and, you know, he lived long enough to stand right next to me as my best man at my wedding. He lived long enough to meet my first son when he was born. And, uh, and, and you know, it, the rest is history. I decided I wanted to do what that chiropractor did, which is, um, you know, use my hands to help people. And, uh, you know, so that's where I ended up. Now, why I wrote the book, you asked, is uh, I noticed that just, I've been in practice over 19 years. And I noticed a lot of people blame their problems on stress. And I don't disagree. I, I do not disagree. Yes, stress is what's going to beat you down and hold you down if you allow it. Stress can cause, uh, you know, problems, wreak havoc on your nervous system, on your immune system. I, and, you know, you know this better than I do. It, it, it'll affect you emotionally, mentally, physically, chemically. It can ruin your life. It can ruin your relationships. It can, it can ruin everything you have and you own and you value in life. But at the same time, stress can be used as a force that can cause positive change in your life. And if we use it that way, so, so when people were coming to me going, my problems are all because of stress, uh, my answer was, is it really the stress or is it how you're adapting to that stress? Because right. the body will adapt one way or another. We need to, you know, my answer is, why don't we work on getting you stronger? Let's get strong so we can take the hits and still keep moving forward. If we get strong, we can carry the burdens in our life 
and not have it knock us down. We get strong, we can take on those responsibilities that we want and succeed at every single one of them. If you wanna grow in your business, you need to be willing to take on some stress. If you wanna grow your family, have more children, whatever it might be, have more fulfilling relationships, you gotta be willing to take on some stress. If you wanna increase your income and your level of wealth, again, it depends on how much stress you're willing to handle. So when stress comes your way, why don't we invite it and use it as a source, as a fuel that helps us propel towards success, towards the next level that, that will, that's what we all want. I love it. I love this. Bring it, bring it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that attitude. I just want to react. I didn't want to interrupt you or on a roll and your story is so awesome. You know, I, um, I can relate to all the sides of that story. I can relate to that, um, that eight-year-old boy and that stress that he was under that had you so driven, right? And that reaction, the way that you rechanneled that kind of stress in your life, that is wonderful. And I love that you helped your father. That is wonderful. Um, 88 is a good, strong, it is a good, strong showing, isn't it? Absolutely. You know, you know who I love in that story? I love that cab driver. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Me I too. love your angelic cab driver who just came in and, and redirected the thoughts there. That story is so rich. And what you have done with all of that is just amazing. Well, thank you. How can... Oh, um, do you run a regular chiropractic office? Where are you at? We're in Frederick, Maryland. Um, okay. I have two other doctors who work with us. Um, we're a total a team of about 10, 10 people. Um, we're seeing somewhere between 18 and 20,000 visits a year, a pretty busy practice. Uh, Amazing. And, uh, you know, I think part of that is because our focus is uh, multifactorial. Uh, we, we start out by helping you feel better, but then the next stage, which is really important is to get stronger. It's, it's, that's when you become resilient towards stress. So feel better, get stronger. Then we work on longevity. How do we add years to your life? And then the final stage of that is how do we make sure you always feel younger? So feel better, get stronger, live longer and feel younger. And that's, that's what I feel sets us apart. It is wonderful. I love that whole foundation of your practice. That is great. I'm sure that your clients there in Maryland are really, really reaping the benefit of that. So how can all of us folks in California get hold of your fabulous book and get some of you in our lives? <laughs> well, I'll give you some, some tips right now. You know, you all don't right. have to buy the book. Obviously, I would love it if you, if you did. It's available on Amazon. Um, but you know what? There, uh, it starts out with that belief that um, stress is just a force that causes change. So if, if you didn't think of it as something negative, I always compare stress to fire. fire. Fire is not good or bad. It can burn your hand, but it can cook your food. So, so it's how you use it. And same with anger, same with money. Money's not good and it's not bad. It's, it's how, it can fund terrorist activity, but it can put your children through college. So, so it's how you use it. And stress is exactly the same thing. It's how you use it. So if you start with that mentality, then you focus on things like how do I use uh, – um, sunlight to increase my adaptability to stress? How do I use music to increase, you know, sound? You're the expert on that. I shouldn't be saying anything about that. Um, <laughs> Preach, uh, brother. <laughs> but, but, 
you know, and how, how do I use my nutrition? How do I use my movements, my exercise? How do I use my thoughts, visualization, and then you being the expert in meditation? Are you a healing practitioner, teacher, trainer, or coach with a huge message of self-empowerment, healing, or transformation that you want to share out to the world? Then we invite you to join our amazing self-care book project. Visit somasoundtherapy.com. It's time to show up, speak up, and stand out. We are looking for co-authors to join our book opportunity entitled Empowered Self-Care, Healing Body, Mind, and Soul for a Better World. For all the info, just visit us at somasoundtherapy.com. Are you ready to be heard? How do I use that to increase my adaptability? So it's about taking all the things you already know how to do uh, and, and you know how to use and sleep and breathing are the other two. So there's seven things that I'll call the, uh, the simple seven. Uh, how do I use those with the focus of increasing my adaptability to stress. And that's what the whole book is all about. And, and, and uh, re- really, uh, if, if we say, hey, I, I'm feeling kind of stressed right now, I'm going to go listen to my favorite music for just three minutes. And while I'm listening to it, maybe I'm going to dance to it as well. And maybe while I'm dancing to it, I'm going to visualize some good stuff, like my favorite vacation while I was there. And uh, afterwards, maybe I'll do some slow exhales, you know, because um, inhale is sympathetic. It's, it, it puts you into fight or flight. But exhale is the exact opposite. It's what we call rest and repair. You know, traditionally, they call it rest and digest or wine and dine. But, but slow exhales really put you into that state of able being able to relax and, and so on. Um, doing things around your um, home to help you sleep better um, nutritionally and so on. All of that is what's in the book. That is amazing. You and I are on the same page here. I really appreciate us being able to connect. I love technology. You know, I'm in the Silicon Valley here. So technology is the name of the game. But I really, really embrace it in moments like this when I can reach across Um, the globe and um, touch base with somebody like you that is doing such wonderful work. I love that exhale is the rest and repair. All the work gets done on the exhale, doesn't it? Absolutely. (laughs) I was just talking about this with another, um, with another um, practitioner friend of mine, the work gets done on the exhale. You can count on that inhale. It's going to (laughs) happen. Right. So I'm, So when I reset, I always tell people to do the visualization on the exhale. And what I find as a breath practitioner, it actually extends my exhale. And as a vocalist and speaker, that is really um, 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 beneficial towards me for me in my work. Absolutely. Well, it has. Can I can I tell you one quick tip on on that exhale? You know, a study was done a few years ago, and it was published in the New England Journal of Medicine. And the question was, where does fat go when you lose weight? And uh, trust me, this relates back to what we're talking about. But they they surveyed all the practitioners from from physical therapists to medical doctors to nutritionists to herbalists to you name it. They they surveyed them, and nobody got the answer right. And uh, some people said fat turns into muscle. Some people said it melts. Some people said you excrete it. Some people said it turns into heat and, and, and leaves your body as heat. And none of that was correct. A, a molecule of fat has 53 carbons in it. It's a triglyceride, basically. So carbon dioxide is what we exhale when we do an exhale. So technically, every time you breathe out, 
you're getting rid of body fat. And there's, there's been studies done where you do, if you do 10 breaths uh, twice a day and you inhale for a count of, let's say five, and you exhale for a count of 10, twice as long, you start to lose weight without adding any exercise or anything else, just because where fat goes when we lose it is actually it gets exhaled. That's amazing. Bing, bing, bing. That's our super tip for today. My ladies are going to love you for that one. Thank you so much. Absolutely. <laughs> it has been absolutely a pleasure to um, touch base with you and to get to have a conversation with you today. I want to make sure that you, um, that you reach out to me and keep in touch with me and all of your, um, all of your links and everything will be in the bio for our listeners. And I just want to say thank you so much. It's been very inspiring talking to you today. So for everybody else, I want to say, please tune in again next time for healing body, mind, and soul. Thanks for joining us for the Healing Body, Mind, and Soul podcast with your host, Ariel Asher. Today's program has been brought to you by Soma Sound Therapy and the Healing Body, Mind, and Soul Network.